Hi there, I'm Daniel Eccles, and this is the Learned Opportunity Podcast. This podcast is for emerging leaders, those folks who are building their platforms, sharpening their skills, and dreaming for the future. Join me as I help emerging leaders like you get unstuck so that you can start creating huge opportunities in your personal and professional life. I talk to some of the best leaders out there about how they've created opportunities in their own lives, share my opportunity creating best practices from my experience as a certified career counselor and personal and professional development nerd, and I'll also chat with other emerging leaders about opportunity creating repeatable actions that you can apply to your life today. We're ready, so let's get started with Learned Opportunity. What do the most successful people in the world have in common? Think about five people that you think are so successful. They might not all be from the same place or have the same background, but they do tend to share one key trait that you might not be aware of, but they are optimists. Successful people tend to be pretty optimistic. And the good news is that optimism is something that anyone can learn. In this episode, I'm talking with Zach Wendall, an entrepreneur, author, and content creator who has made it his mission to help people see the good in the world. Zach's journey to becoming an optimist wasn't always easy, though. When he was 27, he went through a difficult breakup, lost his job, and it left him questioning everything. But he didn't give up. Instead, he worked on training himself to see the opportunities in every situation. And today, he's founded and sold one of the fastest growing companies in America, is the author of a book called See the Good, and is a popular content creator who inspires others to cultivate grace, gratitude, and optimism in their daily lives. In this episode, Zach shares some of his tips and strategies for cultivating optimism and creating opportunities. And this includes how to reverse engineer your goals to create opportunities, why going deep is often better than going wide when you feel stuck, and the importance of performing an attention audit to stay focused and motivated on your goals. He'll also recommend some resources that will be in the show notes And also, you will be able to connect with Zach. He's very easy to connect with and has a lot of opportunities to offer you. And you'll find his information in the show notes as well. And another way that you can continue to grow as a leader and set yourself apart is by joining this new thing. It's a community full of emerging leaders like you. And we call this the Opportunity Collective. And at the Opportunity Collective, we believe that collaboration is better than competition when it comes to building your platform and creating new opportunities. As an official member of the Opportunity Collective, whom we would affectionately call an opportunist, you'll have access to exclusive content, resources, and relationships to help you on your journey. And so, Consider joining the Opportunity Collective today at the link in the show notes, and then we can start creating opportunities for ourselves and others. Let's get collaborating as the Opportunity Collective. This is something that I'm really excited and that we have been working on, me and some friends and some other emerging leaders in my community, and I want you to be a part of it because we're better together. So 
Check out the link in the show notes and let's start creating opportunities together. I would love to see you there. Um, so let's go ahead and talk to Zach. He is so fun. You're going to love hearing from Zach. It's so positive, so fun, really great leader. So Zach has a lot of wisdom to share with you. Here he is. Well, hey, Zach, first off, thank you so much for coming and talking to me on yes. this podcast. I'm, I'm just excited. You're a, a fun, optimistic. Bro, I'm so excited too good guy that is just is bringing some good into the world and uh, so why not talk to someone like that and so uh, i'm really glad to have you on thank but you. i gave a little you. intro but you tell us what is actually important for us to know about zach yeah i'm an i'm an author a speaker i helped start a company called the brand sunday a few years back that became a pretty successful company. Inc. 5000 said that we were the 53 fastest growing business in America. And just recently was acquired by a major publisher just a few months back. And so now, now figuring out what's next, doing a lot of writing, producing a bunch of content and having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. A little, a little bit more free time or or just ramping up. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. No, tons of free time now, which is I'm, I'm not used to. I, in the past, I had a pretty unhealthy work ethic and then I got married and I realized that that just doesn't go (laughs) hand in hand. And so I've had to, I've had to learn how to balance work life a little bit more over the last couple of years. But even now with, with exiting the company and focusing my attention elsewhere, it's, it's allowed me to take a step back and breathe a little bit and, and reassess what I've done and where I want to go in the future. And it's that type of thing for me as an entrepreneur is super exciting. I know it can be scary for a lot of people, but I love it. So I'm, I'm pumped to see, see where life goes from here. Yeah. Well, lately the, the most recent thing from you is uh, see the good, your book that just came out, maybe the. A couple of months ago, one, two months ago. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Really yep. great. Just back in November. I've enjoyed it myself. Tell readers a little bit about what, what that whole project is and, and why yeah. this book and, and now. Totally. Yeah. I think it's a super important book to be read right now because everywhere you look, it seems like the world is falling apart. And a lot of people that I talk to every day are pretty pessimistic about the future. Um, but I'm a, I'm a Christian, so so faith plays a big part in my life, and I believe that my faith is a faith of hope and and not looking at the world in a negative sense. And so this book is all based on changing your perspective to have a big picture perspective to see how God is moving in the world. And I think through that, through doing that, you're going to have a lot more joy and you're going to have a lot more hope for the future. Yeah. When I was reading through it, this quote from, I don't know if you've seen the Ted Lasso, if not, you're yeah. a Ted Lasso kind of guy. So <laughs> that's what everybody says. I need to get on this. <laughs> you need to, you need to watch that then. He's, yeah. I think you would really enjoy him, but there's a, a point in there though. Quote, someone says to him, you know, it's, it's the hope that kills you. So if you are getting your hopes up so much, if you're overly optimistic, then you're more likely to just be disappointed. What would you say yeah. to that? If someone's just like, you know, Zach, you know, this see the good, that's all nice and all optimism every day. I don't know. Like it's the hope that kills you. If I'm optimistic, 
I'm going to be more likely to be disappointed in life, aren't I? Sure. Yeah. I think, I think that comes from lack of having a big picture perspective mm. on where the world is going and where all that we've done over the last couple decades alone. And I think by, I think things go wrong all the time and I never want to dismiss the bad things that are going on. But I think as you have a big picture perspective and you learn to shift your focus, you see that as humanity, we've advanced so much. And at the end of the day, life is actually pretty good in comparison mm -hmm. to what a lot of people think. I, it's it's so common for us to focus on a few really bad things that happen in our week, and then we write it off as a bad week, when in reality, it's just a few bad moments, but most of our life is, is neutral or good. And so I think it's it's having that big picture perspective and shifting our focus to, to realize that, yes, bad things do happen, but mm. great things are also happening and we shouldn't make a, a small thing into a big deal. Mm. I think that that is what you write about a little bit is the negativity bias that we have. It's a natural yeah. reaction as human beings and maybe worked yeah. for us back in the day when totally. lions were jumping out at us at, at bushes and, and everything. But we just, if we have four things in a day, three yes. might be positive and one might be negative and we'll remember the negative thing more so. That's to protect us. That can be okay. Always. But... As life gets better, yeah. it, it doesn't necessarily help you to see the good, see the, the things that are, are going on that are a blessing, having gratitude, thankfulness, and things for that. That would maybe be my answer for if it's the hope that kills you. You might just be disappointed in one thing and, and miss all the other three things that weren't disappointing at all, right? That's exactly it. Okay. Yes. I think I think as we as we learn to focus on the hope and and because faith is something that guides my life so much, mm -hmm. uh, that's really where hope comes in. And because of that, I'm able to have a lot of hope for the future. And so yeah, man, I think if you if you learn to to be hopeful of the future, when bad things do happen, you realize that okay, there yes, bad things happen, but there are so many good things that are also going on. Yeah. So this podcast is for emerging leaders that are maybe trying to push for the next things. They're probably pretty idealist, optimistic individuals themselves. But sometimes we feel stuck. Sometimes we get in a rut and in our own way. And a lot of times it's our mindset that ends up causing that. What are some ways that we might be able to change our mindset and therefore find more opportunities? Yeah, I've I've met a lot of really successful people in my life and the something that I've noticed is that really mm. successful people typically aren't pessimistic. I think every successful person I know is aware of the opportunities and how they can convert them into something that will benefit them. Mm. And another through line that I've seen with other really successful people is I know that or they know that they aren't limited by what their situations may say. So they learn to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. They treat life like there's more than enough to go around. They don't have a victim mentality, but they have like an advancing mentality that it's their responsibility to, to, and to create new opportunities for themselves. I think they realize that nothing is owed to them. And the mm. amount of work that they put in is what you're going to get back in return. Yeah, I, that's a great point. I'm thinking about it myself. Have I ever met someone that I would really look up to and think of as like super successful totally. as somebody that I would like to become just like them? 
they're usually not very pessimistic at all. And honestly, I'm usually attracted to them because of how optimistic they are, because they see so much good in the world, because they are going out there and bringing about change. So I think that's a great point. But is that something that we can grow into because some, some of us might be a little bit more pessimistic at first, more oriented towards the negative. Um, Yeah. So tell me, how is it possible or what are some ways that somebody, a emerging leader that feels stuck that wants to change their mindset could go about changing their mindset? For sure. I think a big thing is to decide on where you're going. And so looking ahead at at that place and finding that end goal and learning to reverse engineer and break it into chunks. Mm. So figure out what you want in life. So that might mean that you need to have a brainstorm session where you look at your talents, you look at your past experiences, you look at your passions. What's the through line there of what you feel like you were made to do in the world? And then how do you develop that into your career? Or if you're an entrepreneur, how do you develop that into a product? And I think when you have an end goal, you have a place that you're going that destination throughout life you're gonna you're gonna take some exits off so i'm moving to orlando soon and i know that i'm gonna drive there from minneapolis to orlando and every once in a while i'm gonna make a pit stop i'm gonna get some gas i'm gonna get some food but at the end of the day i'm gonna get back on the highway and i'm going to end up at my final destination and i think for a lot of us we need to pick where our end goal is so what mm. is it that we want in life what is what is that job what it what do we want to do in the world how do we want to positively impact the world and then learn to reverse engineer that and break it down Mm -hmm. into bite-sized chunks. So what do I need? If I have a goal for one year from now, what do I need to have done in six months? And then what do I need to have done each month in order to hit that goal? And then what do I need to have done every week? And then break that down into every day. And I think by doing that, it makes it far less overwhelming and it makes it far easier to be able to know what you're doing today in order to do tomorrow and impact the next day and and hit your goal. And it's going to feel a lot easier over time. Mm. So let's say that I'm wanting to become more optimistic, more creative, more open to opportunities. If that's my end goal, what are some things that I could do to to get there? What are the things that people that are like that end up doing? Thankfulness comes to mind, like practicing uh, gratitude, doing some journaling, doing more reflective exercises, other things like that. Uh, And over time, those small actions when chunked together will get you there. I love that. I think that's great advice, Zach, the reverse engineering. I think we need to do an, a, an attention audit and yeah. look at everything that we consume every day. So whether that's from social media, whether that's in the news, whether that's the books that we read and really look at it. And, and if the things that we're consuming are actually dragging us down and they're they're impacting us in a negative way, then we might need to let go of those for a little while in order to get our foundation set. Mm-hmm. And so huge, huge fan of doing attention audits huge fan of muting and unfollowing people on social media. If they make you feel a certain way, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think more people need to do it and not, not feel bad about it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to do that on social media. It's okay to do that on all sorts of things that you're intaking. I mean, do an audit on the things that you're watching on TV. Do an audit on the music you're listening to. I mean, all this has an effect on us and forms us into the people that we are. I, I love doing audits on my life. And sometimes I might go a little bit too far on there and I'll go like really extreme and like get rid of everything at once. But I'm a big fan of at least trying things out, throw it on the wall see if it sticks sort of a guy. So yeah, an an attention audit is is something that I think would really help someone get unstuck and create more opportunities. But what about you, Zach? Tell me about a time that you felt stuck yourself and how did you first realize that you were stuck and get out of that situation? Totally. I was uh, 27 years old. I had just broken up with a girlfriend, entrepreneurial endeavor. I was was chasing after fell through Mm. the business I was working for got bought out. So we all got let go. And I had no idea what to do with my life. And I was questioning everything at that point. I was questioning my faith. I was questioning my, my career choice. I was questioning all of it. But I knew that if I built a firm foundation in what I believed, then everything else would have something to stand on. And so I kind of went all in. I moved out to Australia to study the Bible really in depth for a year where we would study 12 hours a day, six days a week. Mm. And after the course of this, this program that I was in, my entire life changed. And I knew that now I had a foundation that everything else, no matter what I worked on, was able to build off of that. Mm. And so I was, I'm a huge fan of instead of going wide with things, when I feel stuck to really go deep. Mm. And I think I, I saw the same thing a lot with, with my business and, and different projects that I was working on. If we needed to increase revenue, if we needed to make some changes, I would go deep with what was right in front of me instead of starting over from scratch, which I think is so common for entrepreneurs is like, okay, well, Mm. this isn't working. I need to come up with a new product and start over. When in reality, if you just go deep with what you do have, I think it'll, I think you'll find a solution much faster. A friend of mine talks about it. It's looking for your fast ponies, looking Mm. for what's right in front of you. What's going to get you a quick win that you already have access to instead of starting from scratch and training up a new pony. Mm. And I think that's, that'll completely change your life if you are if you learn to to go deep with it instead of wide that's hard that's hard for me i I mean i am a person who why can't i be a helicopter pilot and a five-star chef at the same time (laughs) i get it so but being like that it sometimes is easier for me to just create something new and just discard what was old but i'm learning i'm needing to really go deep and figure out how to steward and keep things going that I have already started and and to be steady and that that actually will lead to more fruit over time uh, than the new, the flashy uh, things that I'm creating. I need to also uh, sustain as well. So going deep, how do you, how do you hone in though on what needs to be like deep? Like what, how do you hone in on the thing that you need to go deep in when you have so many options these days? Sure. I think, I think what you're passionate about, right. And what 
already worked on instead of just letting things go. Like you're saying, you and I are, we love creating something new. We love trying new things. We don't want anything to hold us back. But in reality, I think a lot of the times those are just distractions for what we actually do need to be working on right away. And so I think by having that end goal and and knowing, okay, this is what I have in front of me. This is where I'm going. I need to focus on this because anything else that I bring into the mix is going to be a distraction. So if you're an entrepreneur or if you're, you are career focused, whatever it is, look at your situation and, and figure out ways to do improve what you already have going and Mm. figure out how to take that to the next level. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So what advice then do you have for an emerging leader that isn't clear on that next step? Yeah. And I think that goes down to something that I love to do is getting a whiteboard. I love to write down everything that comes to mind. Mm. So literally looking at everything that I'm talented in, looking at what I've done in the past, looking at what's impacted me, what inspires me. As a Christian, I look at what I feel like God has called me to do mm-hmm. and and see where where that through line is with all of it. And I think once you, when you're able to do that, you're able to see, okay, this might be why I am on this earth. This is, and then going from there, figuring out how can you positively impact your neighborhood, your job, the people around you. And I think when all of those line up, that's really when mm-hmm. you can figure out where you're going in the future. And that's where you're going to make the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. And I think once again, the reverse engineering, find that next step by going really deep and going really into what it is that you are feeling called to the the purpose that you have, what are your skills and abilities and how can you make a difference in this world and then reverse engineer and go back that way, like you were saying. So, but okay, just to kind of switch this, this whole thing up on this conversation, um, what are you going through right now, Zach? What are you currently learning about? And how are you applying that to creating more opportunities in your own life? Yeah, I think something that I'm learning right now is there's a few different things. First thing is the importance of consistency. Mm. And I think I think in the younger generation, it's so easy to hop around and, and be really excited about one thing. And then if it fails or it doesn't reach the success that you expect it to, you jump to the next thing. And we live in a culture that's just from one thing to the next. But I think what really is going to provide success or helping you reach your goals over time, it's being consistent with the small things and showing up every single day, even when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the it's the same with fitness. It's the same with taking care of yourself by going to the gym, showing up every single day. You aren't going to see results right out of the gate, but six months in a year in your whole life is going to be different. And I think for me, at least it's so important to also focus on your physical health because that's going to impact your mental health in drastic ways. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you're eating right, making sure that you're moving, you're exercising, all of those things are going to help you think clear and be a a better leader for your business. Another thing that I'm learning right now is it's so easy to 
consume new things. It's so easy to read new books. It's so easy to fill ourselves with knowledge, but actually living it out and acting on those things is a whole different story. And so I want to get better at learning things and then actually adapting it into my life and living it out. And so me being faith-minded, faith-focused, if I'm just going to church every Sunday and I'm just hearing a sermon, I don't want to just learn what I'm supposed to believe. Mm. I want to figure out how do I can live that out. So if I'm not loving my neighbors, if I'm not feeding the hungry and being hospitable to strangers and caring for the sick and these basic human concepts, then I think I'm missing the mark. Mm. And so I'm really going through that understanding right now of what it means to, to, to see the good. Yes. But also how do I be the good? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I just thinking back how many books I've read over the years that were so good, probably had a great nugget of wisdom in there, things that could really make a difference in my life. But I just say, oh, wow, that was a great book and put it back on the shelf and <laughs> don't do anything with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do what totally. I think I heard John Acuff does. And that is after reading a book, yeah. like I'll, I'll show you, I'm kind of like putting tabs in your book and everything. And I'm going to write up a document afterwards awesome. of like a review of the things that I want to remember, yeah. the takeaways and stuff that I can then write about myself so good. And, and go yes. on from there and then also apply to my own life. So but it, gosh, it, it just takes a while to get there and that takes intentionality. And then <laughs> and you have to choose yes. to not do some other things that might be really, really fun looking. <laughs> I mean, that's the importance of yeah. consistency. We all know that we should go to the gym and be consistent with it. We all know that consistency, if we're wanting to write a book that we need to write, you know, and be consistent with it. But if I'm consistent with this one thing, that means that I can't do all of these other things. So how did you combat that? Because you're pumping out a bunch of content. You're doing some some TikToks. You are writing a, a book. Yeah. You have written a book. You're doing a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. You're coming on podcasts and stuff. Yeah. How do you choose to be consistent in all of that and, and say no to all these other yeah. things? Totally. Yeah. I have set goals for myself every year. Mm -hmm. And so if an opportunity presents itself that is in line with those goals, then I... I say yes to it. And if it didn't, if it's a distraction from where I see myself going or where I want to be in life, then I'm, I'm totally fine saying no to it. Do you have and those posted think, somewhere? You, like, do you have you a place where you remember it every day? Is it on your refrigerator? Is it on your mirror? Is yeah. it on your phone background? How do you remember the goals that you set at the beginning of the year? Sure. I I'm, I'm like obsessed with my calendar and I have a notion document and I call it the life of Zach. And the first thing on it says 2023 goals. And it has six goals on it. I'm looking at them right now. And then I have three sections laid out. So I have my, my tasks for today, 
my tasks for this week and then my tasks for this month. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very strict on doing things every single day and literally just showing up and rolling up your sleeves and knowing that if I do, uh, if I complete these things today, it's going to impact it where I'm at tomorrow. And it's going to help me reach mm-hmm. these goals much faster. But I mean, life happens. Things happen all the time. I'm, I'm selling my house right now. So tomorrow <laughs> yeah. I was going to be doing all this stuff around the, for business, but now I'm going to be painting the ceiling. Like stuff does happen, but I think it's important to have a few things in your life that are non-negotiables. Mm. So for me, that's, I'm going to go to the gym at 2 PM every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, no matter what. Mm. And so that's blocked out in my schedule. So I have, I have what I need to do before then. If that means I need to wake up earlier, if it means I need to wake up afterwards, whatever the case, I'm, I'm strict with these things. And by doing the small things every day and being obsessed with taking things off your to-do list, that's, that's really what, what drives me and fuels me every day. And I put a lot of things on my to-do list that might sound dumb, but for me, it gives me so much joy just clicking like that I checked it off for the day. And so, yeah, be be strict with your calendar, be strict with your to-do list and every day roll up your sleeves and just start knocking it out. I think that the real joy from checking those things off isn't just in the task, but seeing the result of you're becoming that person or you're, yeah. you're living up to the identity of who you want to actually be. Like if you're wanting to be an author oh, yeah. and write a book, like, oh, wow, I'm yeah. going to be an author because I've actually checked that <laughs> off right now. I think that that's a, a good way to look at it too, is that focusing yeah. and who you're wanting to become. I'm wanting to become an author. I'm wanting to become a blank and doing yep. the tasks every day that are non-negotiable to become that person. Yeah. I think, I think yes. that that is atomic habits. I think that that's a part partially in that too. So a great oh. book listener, read atomic habits. It's a, it's a great, is that James yes. clear? It is. Yes. Yep. One of, one of my favorite books. Yeah. I think it, it impacts every person that reads it. Yeah. What are some other books that you enjoy podcasts that you enjoy? Where are you getting all this information business. I think that the more content or creative that you are, probably the more you read, the more you intake, the more you're learning. So what are the things that you go to to learn? Yeah, I think some books that I've really enjoyed recently, and there's a book called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Now I'm not even gonna be able to think who wrote it, but really enjoyed that one this year. Really enjoyed a book by Bob Goff called Undistracted. Yeah, that's a good one. Love that. I, I don't listen to a lot of business podcasts anymore. Mm. I listen to more faith-based podcasts. And that's just what's what I've that's the season that I'm in right now. I feel like I go through different seasons in life where I'm I'm consuming heavy on business, heavy on theology, Mm -hmm. heavy on just fiction and trying to like grow creatively. And so right now I'm in a season of trying to figure out what that balance is. So I try to read one nonfiction book, one fiction book, and one theology Mm -hmm. book every month. And by, by doing that, I think it helps me stay balanced and also 
um, be growing in all the areas that, that I'm passionate about. That's nice too. It's very spread out. I do the same thing. Yeah. I'm on a kick when it comes to like different podcasts I'm on. I get on a personal finance kick or I'll be on a leadership yeah. or a business or whatever it is, or, or just yeah. the, the people from Arrested Development, their podcast and, <laughs> and yeah. listening sure. to that. So yes. yeah, that's a good, that's a good way of just having that rule of just I'm going to spread this out. And listener, I'm going to put a link to both of those books, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality and Undistracted in the show notes. So if you're interested in either of those, just go ahead and and pop that open and and those will be there. As well as a link to See the Good and your book, Zach. Is there anything else, ways that you would love to connect with anybody listening that they can reach out to you and participate in the fun? Totally. On TikTok, on Instagram, just add Zach Windall. On my website, ZachWindall.com. We're leading the trip to Israel next month. And I think we're going to announce one for next year if you're ever interested in going there. And then I got a class coming out a little bit later this year on becoming an author. So if you've ever been interested in writing your own book and self-publishing mm. it, then definitely be on the lookout for that. That's cool. Yeah, that, that sounds like really cool and just actionable steps that you probably get from that. And then two, not only how to write, but how to self-publish and stuff. I think that's a, a hard thing is like, I've thought myself, if I'm writing this book, okay, now I've gotten it written. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> of course. Yeah. I think that's what everybody, that's the place that most people hit is like, okay, now I have this product. Well, it's just a file on my computer uh, unless I actually go to the next step. So yeah, super excited to be helping people with that process. Everything that I learned over the years, building our business and hopefully helping them do the same. Awesome. I, I might have to check that out myself. I've been trying to write this book for a awesome. little while. So let's go. Yeah, can't wait to read be it. Very useful. Well, thank you. I can't wait for it to actually exist. So we'll, yeah. we'll get there though. Yeah. I have that goal. You will. We'll you will. Get there. I'm working on it in my head. I'm working, writing it down as much as I can. Awesome. So we'll get there. Great. But thank you, Zach. I'm I'm just excited to talk to you and uh, I'm encouraged and I know that listeners will be too. So thanks for coming on and I, I hope to, to see you around sometime. I don't know. Maybe if yeah. you're stopping by Definitely. Indianapolis, feel free to swing I on by. So. so would love that. Thank you so much again. Really appreciate you. My pleasure. And listener, we appreciate you too. We hope that you go out there and start living more into your purpose. Join us next time. We're going to continue to help you get unstuck so that you can go out there and create some more opportunities. Do you want to help more people receive more opportunities? Well, take my podcast listener survey. The link is in the show notes. It'll just take two minutes of your time. And with your feedback, I can create content that's going to help you reach your personal and professional goals. So please don't miss out on this opportunity. Go to the show notes and take the podcast listener survey. Just two minutes of your time. Thank you. Hey, see you next time. We're going to continue to help emerging leaders get unstuck so that they can create opportunities.